KFI handle here on a Wednesday morning. Uh, big stories uh, that we're following. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, day two of uh, I'm sorry. And uh, just, eh, that's going to keep on going. Uh, the president said uh, to Russia, get ready. We're about to launch. And then uh, a story that uh, broke this morning, and I don't know if it was uh, expected or not, and that is uh, Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House, said he's done. He is, <clears throat> excuse me, not running for re-election. Come January, uh, he is out, finished. All right, uh, John Thomas, political uh, strategist who helps us understand all of this stuff. Uh, first of all, John, any surprise here at all? And uh, what's the fallout, both personally, not in terms of you, but in terms of who's going to make this run here and what it means for the Republican Party and uh, politics in general. Morning, Bill. Uh, Well, it's not surprising that this happened. You know, Ryan was being uh, hinting at, well, he was adamantly denying it publicly, but his aides were hinting that this was coming. Uh, We, we, so it wasn't surprising that it did end up happening, but there are a couple things that, that this will kick off in effect. First is the race to succeed him, who's going to take over. And it's really between two men, Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise. As you recall, Kevin McCarthy was was favored to be the speaker last go around before Kevin had an unfortunate slip up, I think, on a Fox News interview, uh, which which cost him a few critical votes. And, and then what was he that? Would... Remind us as to what he said. Do you remember? Well, the, yes, I do. Uh, that was when he did a Fox News interview and said, look at how good of a job the Republicans in Congress have been doing at holding the feet to Hillary Clinton's uh, – holding the, the fire to Hillary Clinton's feet as it related to the Benghazi hearings. And it's been working. She's down in the polls. <laughs> right? He, he said that, and then it, it, it basically appeared to show that – that the Benghazi hearings were more of a partisan bent rather than getting to the bottom of the Benghazi controversy. And that that ended up costing him uh, his position as speaker. And then Ryan came in as the reluctant uh, uh, hero and uh, and became speaker. Now he, was, so, he, now, he was legitimately reluctant to do it, was he not? He or- was and he wasn't. Remember, this guy has been spent his entire life in Washington as an aide. Uh, and worked his way all the way up to a member of Congress. Remember, he he ran for vice president. I mean, this guy has real uh, political ambitions. And so I think it was reluctant in a way, but it also was welcomed. Uh, so here's a couple things. People, Most people assumed that Paul Ryan was going to retire, but they thought that he would finish out his term simply because – so he, that he would win – hold his seat and be able to hand it over essentially to a Republican, another Republican. And the number one job of a speaker besides whipping – getting the votes done is to raise money for the party, and Paul Ryan's very good at that. And when you're – when people believe that you're going to be in power forever – you have a greater ability to raise money than if they think your days are numbered and they don't care about your vote a few months from now. now so first, that that was the other angle. Now, the first district in Wisconsin, a pretty safe Republican uh, seat, isn't it? It's like 59 registered it, yeah, Republicans. Yeah, he, he should be okay. It might be a little more uncomfortable than he'd like it to be, but he should be okay. But here's why I thought the, the Ryan retirement situation was a no-brainer to do it now because – He's looking at really two scenarios. Uh, one, uh, the one is the Republicans uh, hold on the majorities, but his 
but his majority uh, will shrink in terms of how many are in the majority. And if he thought he could, it was hard to get things done now, try getting something done when you have a more narrow majority. And the other is that he we lose the majority under his watch. And remember, Paul Ryan, while he may go spend time for the next couple of years with his family, here's a guy who still has presidential ambitions. And if you have those kinds of ambitions, you don't want to be seen losing anything, never mind the majority, uh, under your watch. So does he now go out as a private citizen but a huge politico and uh, just start, um, what, gathering support, gathering money for a presidential run? Yeah, there's one of two tracks. There's the the you know lobbyist Wall Street track, like Eric Cantor, who was literally done with politics and just cashed in. And then there's the other one where you 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 pick on a uh, a cause du jour uh, and and use that to stay in the public limelight as a private citizen, and then uh, have donor meetings and, and till the soil for 2020. Right. Or excuse me, uh, for the next you know 2024. The other thing, Bill, is what is Donald Trump going to do? Because whoever he anoints will probably become speaker because the conservative wing of of the House will follow suit, and he's very close with Kevin McCarthy. And I'm assuming, uh, well, just based on who Kevin McCarthy is, I mean, I'm assuming that, of course, the sheep lobby is uh, supporting him uh, to the extent that they've never supported anybody. <laughs> By the way, yeah, that, that's a Bakersfield joke uh, where he comes from. And uh, the other one, yeah. Steve Scalise uh, from Louisiana. Uh, is there going to be a real run or is McCarthy basically have it? It's his to lose. It really depends what Trump does. If Trump goes in early for McCarthy, I think it's over. As much as Scalise is saying right now that he, you know, he says it's McCarthy's if he wants it. Do not kid yourself. Uh, Scalise and his aides are doing a whip count internally right now, and they have been probably for weeks. They already know whether or not he has the votes. And here's what's interesting about Scalise. Number one, he hasn't had the the oops moment that McCarthy did a few years back, although I think that's in the rearview mirror at this point. The other is there's a reason you and I know Steve Scalise's name. Yeah, because, and that's he, was because he he was shot, right? right? And that garners, so he, uh, that garners a lot of sympathy, doesn't it? And, and not just sympathy. It, 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 it garners a particular strength in messaging when Democrats say that uh, uh, that Republicans don't understand gun violence. They they just gun you know they're they're all uh, right wing nuts when it comes to guns. Scalise can say, look, I understand. Uh, I was a victim of gun violence, but I still am proud you know of my Second Amendment rights. Yeah. And if it weren't for people with guns near me, I would be dead. All right, well, uh, real quickly before we take a break, and I want to continue on uh, with a couple of more things, and that is uh, is is one of the reasons that uh, Paul Ryan bailed is because there's a legitimate fear that he may lose the House at midterms? There is there is that fear. Um, I, absolutely. He's looking at the numbers and basically saying, um, well, this is kind of out of my control at this point. And I'm going to lose either way because if – I'm going to get blamed if we barely hold on to the House, and I'm going to get blamed if we lose the House. Got it. All right, let's take a break, and I want to come back and talk about a much bigger picture here. What does it mean on a national scale? And uh, when we come back, your chance to win $1,000 brought to you by Cunning Dental. Uh, if you have crooked teeth, obviously you look like crap, uh, but you can do something about it. Call Cunning Dental for a free exam. Call 888-640-SMILE. Uh, Wednesday, here's your chance to win some money. 
your shot at $1,000 now. Text the keyword LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. The winner's notified with a phone call. You've got to answer it like Michael in Riverside did. He won $1,000. Your next chance to win an hour from now. All right, uh, back we go with John Thomas. Uh, this morning, the announcement by Paul Ryan, Speaker of the House. He is retiring. He is done. He is not going for re-election. And John and I were talking about uh, the uh, probable next speaker is going to be Kevin McCartney out of uh, uh, McCarthy, out of Bakersfield. So it will be a... Uh, California person, although, uh, John, earlier I think we were talking about uh, how much more California is going to get as a result of us having our own speaker, and I'm guessing a big nothing because California hates this guy with a passion, right? That's true, but it, it, it's still – you can't undervalue the, 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 the real value of having the speaker from your state. It's not all about money. There are regulations. There are other things. Um, and remember, high-speed rail funding and all of those things comes from the federal side. So uh, so it, it's good to have the speaker. It's, it's good to have senior members of the House from your state. It's just it's a healthy thing. All right, so – uh, let's go to uh, Kevin McCarthy, uh, and that is probably the next speaker. And uh, relative to what happens, I'm assuming uh, that I'm going to you know, sort of give you a precursor here. I'm assuming if the Democrats, of course, take the House, everything changes. I mean, that's uh, a sea change, and gridlock happens. Uh, Donald Trump will be able to do nothing. However, uh, does it change at all the current makeup? Does Kevin McCartney change the way he runs the house relative to paul ryan assuming the republicans stay in power you know that we're if in the we're in the swing of the midterm cycle now bill nothing's going to get done i mean and, and it's and it's simply because everybody wants to be in stasis they no no members uh on either side want to stick their neck out and vote for something that unless it has, you know, 80, 20 support. Right. So right now you're not going to get anything done. McCarthy would simply be a caretaker. And then, of course, if Republicans hold on to uh, to the majorities, then they can get some things done. Uh, they've got about, you know, a six month to a year run before your full 2020. But um, I, I don't anticipate much to change between now, now and the midterms. Uh, and, and, and what's also interesting was, although Paul Ryan wasn't an incredibly popular figure, um, he really didn't in these special elections for uh, House seats. He wasn't uh, the victim of attacks. Uh, because the Democrats charged all their fire on Donald Trump and then tried to associate that with the person running for the seat versus uh, Nancy Pelosi is always the area that re Republicans go when they want to attack another Democrat running for a House seat. All right. So does Paul Ryan stay speaker right on through uh, January or is uh, an election? Are they moving around right now and we can see a new speaker in the matter of weeks? That is a good question. I think it's really up to President Trump. I think uh, I think Speaker Ryan will do will deflect uh, to to the president. Uh, again, the only reason it's useful to have Speaker Ryan here uh, as speaker is if he actually works his tail off to raise money, because that's what the Republicans need more than anything. One thing you have to give credit to uh, Kevin McCarthy about is he is one of the best 
fundraisers we've had in the house in some time. I mean, he's just an animal. And he's not going anywhere. He's in a safe district. And so if he did take over as speaker, he has a much stronger case to apply pressure to the interests and donors that want to give to the Republicans because McCarthy's going to be around to remember whether or not they did or didn't give when he asked them. Yeah, and uh, Nancy Pelosi, real quickly, uh, who has a reputation of raising money, too, which is one of the reasons she's still a uh, mm-hmm. minority leader. It is the reason. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's like 130 now or whatever the hell her age is. Uh, just curious, who's the better uh, money raisers? Pelosi, the top of the heap when it comes to raising funds? She's she's great, but it really just depends on the Democrat side. She's the best, hands down, no question. But her ability to raise money. It really depends on who's in power, Bill. That's unfortunately how it works. If right. you're if you have the majority, you can raise more money. You got it, John. We'll talk on Friday, okay? All right, thanks, Bill. You have a good one.